0: Hello, and thank you for listening. This is Melissa Giles, Director of Portfolio Management with Americana Partners. I'll be reviewing our February market commentary by David M. Darst, our Chief Investment Officer. If you'd like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. Let's first discuss our portfolio positioning. Let's begin. Fundamental factors, mixed Federal Reserve rhetoric, slackening rates of inflation, and and inverted U.S. Treasury yield curve, and the likelihood of potentially disappointing corporate revenue growth and profit margin pressures with unfavorable earnings outcomes may be more than well-reflected in the positive year-to-date through January 31st, performance of the S&P 500 and long-term U.S. Treasury prices. Markets still need to see 1. Inflation rates and monetary policy hawkishness continuing to diminish, 2. Economic conditions in China continuing to improve and the country returning to normal growth, and 3. Some consequences degree of data and geopolitical tensions in areas of armed conflict or acute rivalry. We expect short-term interest rates to be driven, one, in large part by decelerating inflation rates and two, by a slowing U.S economy. Technical viewpoints. We counsel flexibility under current quiescent volatility conditions as VIX readings of the low 20s range and even below in recent weeks have favored a risk-on approach to financial markets. Gold has continued to trade inversely to the softer U.S. dollar. Support on the S&P 500 appears to have formed around 3,600 within a current resistance floor range of 4,100 to 3,300. Interest rates and credit. On February 1st, the Federal Open Market Committee, FOMC, raised policy rates by another 25 basis points, bringing the Fed funds rate to 4.5 to 4.75%. As of February 1st, the federal funds futures market was ascribing an 82.5% probability of an additional 25 basis point. Fed funds rate increased to 475 to 5.0% on March 22, 2023. Absent an exogenous systemic shock, the Fed still appears prepared to bring inflation down, even as inflation rates have continued moderating. And such a policy stance puts pressure on domestic growth, employment, and the housing sector, corporate earnings, and longer-duration risk assets. We expect rates to stabilize and yield spreads to widen, offering some attractive valuation levels, including inappropriate maturity investment-grade corporate and municipal bonds. An expected recession in 2023 has generated lower yields and thus higher prices for intermediate and long-term high-grade fixed-income securities, where we are. For the month of January, the S&P 500 positive 6.2% and a closing price of 4,076.60. The Nasdaq Composite, positive 10.7% and a closing price of 11,584.55. The Russell 2000, positive 9.7% and a closing price of 1,931.94. Gold, positive 6.0% and a closing price of 1,929.50. West Texas Intermediate Oil, negative 1.7% and a closing price of 78.87. U.S. Treasury interest rates trajectory. For two-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields declined 23 basis points in January to 4.21% at month end, where they are negative 23 basis points since their closing level of 4.44% on December 31, 2022. For 10-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields fell negative 36 basis points in January and closed at 3.52% at month end, where they are negative 36 basis points since their closing level of 3.88% on December 31, 2022. For 30-year U.S. Treasury securities, yields dropped negative 32 basis points in January and reached 3.65% at the end of the month, where they are negative 32 basis points since their closing level of 3.97% on December 31st, 2022. We note the negative 138 basis points inverted yield curve, showing that the yield on the 10-year U.S. Treasury bond was below the yield on the three-month U.S. Treasury bill, often quite an indicator of an impending economic recession, and as of January 31st, with a 10-year U.S. Treasury bond yield 3.52%, inverted negative 69 basis points below the two-year U.S. Treasury yield 4.21%, an economic recession, in our opinion, appears likely to ensue in 2023 as restrictive monetary policy has kept short-term rates high and market participants, expecting GDP growth to slow, have continued to direct investment capital into longer-term issues, driving their prices up and their yields down. Equity market perspective. We note the path of the S&P 500 index over the past 18 months, including 2022's record closing high of 4,796.56 reached on January 3, 2022, and the year's cyclical low close of 3,577.03, registered on October 12. Following December's negative 5.9% retrenchment, the S&P 500 has gained ground to a closing level of 4,019.81 on January 23, while by no means an valuable predictor of short-term price movements, Studies suggest that a wedge pattern tends to break out towards a reversal, a bullish breakout for falling wedges and a bearish breakout for rising wedges, more than two thirds of the time, with a falling wedge usually but not always tending to be a more reliable indicator than a rising wedge. We also note the wide 32% spread between the highest 4,500 and the lowest 3,400 year end 2023 strategists' targets for the SP 500, in fact, considerably wider than every year except 2009 in the past 15. 15 years with S&P price target forecasting an imprecise exercise owing to the variability in forecasted GDP growth, earnings, and interest rates and price earnings multiples. Our current thinking encompasses the S&P 500 selling off to somewhere in the neighborhood of 3,500 and then rallying back late this year to a level approaching 4,000, equal to 2024 S&P 500 earnings of 250 times a price earnings multiple of 16. We acknowledge a primary rationale for some expected stock market weakness in the first half 2023. The S&P 500 in the 10 U.S. recessions that have occurred since 1957, lasting anywhere between two and 18 months, thus far have never reached a cyclical low before a recession. And in these occurrences, it has taken an average of 23.5 weeks, ranging from three weeks to 79 weeks from the start of the recession for the S&P to reach its ultimate cyclical low. We also acknowledge the powerful 12-month rebounds that can occur in large-cap equities and often more so in small-cap equities following historical equity drawdowns. For example, large-cap equities, one, rose positive 35.3% after the negative 49.1% drawdown in the tech bubble of the late 1990s, two, appreciated positive 72.9% after the negative 56.8% drawdown in the global financial crisis of 2008-2009 and 3 snapped back after po- snapped back positive 76.1% after the negative 33.9% drawdown during the COVID-19 pandemic of 2020 our current stance entertains the notion of a meaningful yet not necessarily outsized rebound only after the drawdown has run its course Consumer and producer price inflation, even as M2 money supply growth and the prices of gasoline, vehicles, medical services, and numerous goods have continued to exhibit weakness in recent reporting periods, these declines have so far been somewhat offset by rising prices for shelter costs and many services, a key focus of the Federal Reserve. Shelter costs, a principal driver of the core consumer price index, rose positive 0.8% in December after increasing positive 0.6% in November and positive 0.8% in October in advanced 7.5% on an unadjusted basis year over year. Moreover, the shelter measure tends to lag increases in home prices and rents and affects how quickly the incipient cooling in many housing markets will begin to meaningfully tilt consumer price indices in a downward direction. Housing prices make up nearly 40 percent of the monthly CPI report and represent a chief reason why the CPI has been declining at a deliberate pace. At this point, taking note of inflation break-even measures and inflation swap levels, we foresee continued moderation in headline CPI inflation rates to the positive 2.5 to 3.5 percent range by mid-2023 or into second half 2023, early 2024. Real average hourly earnings decreased negative 1.7% seasonally adjusted in December 2022 versus December 2021. And when combined with a negative 1.4% year over year decrease in the average work week resulted in a negative 3.1% decline in real average weekly earnings over this time interval. As household liquidity continues to be drawn down, weakness in real wages tends to constrain personal consumption, itself one of the avenues by which the Federal Reserve has been seeking to bring down the rate of inflation inflation expectations. The Federal Reserve monitors inflation expectations to ascertain whether consumers' inflationary psychology is increasing or decreasing. Showing inflation beliefs drawn from the monthly New York Federal Reserve survey of consumer expectations, respondents' one-year-ahead inflation expectations have decreased to positive 5.0% in December, and respondents' three-year-ahead inflation expectations remained unchanged at positive 3.0%. A similar trend can be discerned from the results of the inflation. Inflation Expectations portion of the University of Michigan Consumer Sentiment Survey, which showed a decline to positive 3.9% from positive 4.4% in one-year inflation expectations, with the survey also registering a no change in five- to ten-year inflation expectations at positive 2.9% versus positive 2.9%. Notwithstanding the possibility of a reduced pace of target Fed funds rate increases, such readings, in our opinion, imply a continuation of restrictive monetary policy until short-term inflation expectations continue a meaningful downward trajectory. Inflation influences. The meaningful decline in both nominal and real U.S. M2 money supply has tended to be a reliable several months ahead precursor of future economic and price trends. In our opinion, such a trajectory, with some degree of time lag, appears to foretell downward-sloping economic activity and headline consumer price inflation. Labor costs have exhibited a meaningful upward trend in recent quarters. Such costs have historically tended to be asymmetrically stickier to the upside than to the downside. The Federal Reserve has repeatedly stressed the need to see softening labor market conditions as a key prerequisite to achieving their inflation-fighting goals. After rising positive 1.2% quarter-over-quarter in third quarter 2022, the Employment Cost Index rose positive 1.0% quarter-over-quarter in fourth quarter 2022 and positive 5.1% year-over-year, We note the three consecutive months of declining core goods prices in the Consumer Price Index in contrast to the still-elevated month-over-month inflation in core services prices. Given rising demand for in-person services, the slow pass-through of house price gains to rent and owners' equivalent rent, and higher health care worker wages, services inflation is likely to remain stubbornly challenging to abate. Monetary Policy and Fed Funds Interest Rates Financial market participants via the Fed Fund's futures markets believe the Federal Reserve's policy rates will most likely be negative 50 basis points below the FOMC's median projected target rate at year-end 2023 and 100 basis points below the year-end 2024. We anticipate an increase of positive 25 basis points after the January 30th, February 1st meeting, positive 25 basis points after the March 21st, 22nd meeting, likely no change after the May 2nd to 3rd meeting, and as of now, no further policy rate increases likely anticipated through year-end 2023. In fact, U.S. financial conditions, as measured by the Bloomberg U.S. Financial Conditions Index, comprised of interest rate spreads, securities prices, and volatility readings, has been tracking an upward essentially easing path, in contrast to what the Fed has been pursuing on the monetary policy front through most of fourth quarter 2022 and on into first quarter 2023. Minutes from the FOMC's December 13th through the 14th meeting released on January 3rd noted that Fed officials expressed that an unwarranted easing in financial conditions, especially if driven by a misperception by the public of the committee's reaction function, would complicate the committee's effort to restore price stability. Another form of financial easing, is apparent in the trade-weighted index of the U.S. dollar, which in a declining mode, tends to add inflationary pressure by increasing the cost of imports and stimulating exports. Representing a repository to financial market participants anticipating an end in the near future to the Fed's interest rate hiking cycle, the Fed has never halted its policy interest rate tightening when the real Fed funds rate is negative, as defined by the Fed funds rate minus the year-over-year rate of CPI inflation. The housing sector, an elemental factor underlying our current expectation of a lackluster 2023, U.S. economic performance stems from evolving weakness in the housing market. Housing represents a key driver of investment, employment, and consumption. The S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller seasonally adjusted 20-city composite home price index fell negative 5.0% month over month in October, marking the first time prices have declined for four consecutive months in four years, and over the past four months, the index has declined negative 3.0%. Due in no small degree to an increase in mortgage rates, which has made home buying less affordable and pushed a substantial number of buyers out of the market. On a year over year basis, the rate of price gain in the index has continued to decelerate sharply from positive 21.3% in April to positive 8.6% in October. With sales activity declining sharply in many regions of the country, existing home sales down negative. 7.7% 7.7% month over month in November and declining 10 months in a row, had been falling faster in 2022 than during the global financial crisis of 2007 to 2009. Existing homes, unlike new homes, represent single family homes that are owned and occupied before coming onto the market. Existing home sales generally account for 80 to 90% of total home sales. Weakness in the housing market tends to put downward pressure on rental costs and is likely to be topping out with the housing category typically accounting for over 40% of total expenditures in the CPI more than twice as large as the next largest category transportation we expect slowing monthly rental expenses to continue exerting an abating force on the shelter component of the consumer price index the us economy and corporate profits in conjunction with the federal open market committee fomc meeting held on december 13 through the 14th 2022 meeting participants Fed governors and regional bank presidents submitted the December quarterly update of their Summary of Economic Projections, SEP, of the most likely outcomes for real gross domestic product, GDP growth, The unemployment rate and personal consumption expenditures, PCE inflation, for each year from 2022 to 2025 and over the longer run. Each participant's projections are based on information available at the time of the meeting, together with his or her assessment of appropriate monetary policy, including a path for the federal funds rate and its longer run value and assumptions about other factors likely to affect economic outcomes, the longer-run projections represent each participant's assessment of the value to which each variable would be expected to converge, over time, under appropriate monetary policy, and in the absence of further shocks to the economy recognizing the inherent fallibility of economic projections, we contemplate the best December thinking of the FOMC participants. The median projections of U.S. real GDP growth are positive 0.5% in 2022 and positive 0.5% in 2023, as compared to the participants' September projections of positive 0.2% in 2022 and positive 1.2% in 2023." The unemployment rate is projected to be 3.7% for 2022 and rise to 4.6% in 2023. The headline PCE inflation index is expected to be positive 5.6% for 2022 and decline to positive 3.1% in 2023, with a core excluding food and energy PCE index reaching positive 4.8% in 2022 before dropping to positive 3.5% in 2023. The U.S. economy and corporate profits reasonably consistent with the FOMC's median projections of real U.S. GDP growth, amounting to positive 0.5% for 2023 and positive 1.6% for 2024. The results of the most recent Bloomberg survey of consensus forecasts by a broad population of economists, portfolio managers, and investment strategists for 2023 positive 0.5% down considerably from positive 2.5% as estimated in early 2022, and for 2024, positive 1.2% compared to positive 2.0% as estimated in early 2022. Proponents of a 2023 outlook including no recession or a barely perceptible one. to one, the lack of financial systemic excess. Two, the stimulative influence of a weaker U.S. dollar. Three, China's reopening and an improved outlook for the global economy. And four, Somewhat less hawkish Fed rhetoric as to the severity and duration of their monetary tightening plans. At this point, our current view encompasses a mild recession taking place during 2023 owing to one, inflation still significantly above the Fed's target, two, the tight labor market keeping service price inflation at elevated levels, three, signs of slowing economic activity, among them December retail sales negative 1.1%, December industrial production negative 0.7%, contracting with readings below 50. December ism manufacturing 48.4 and ism service indices 49.64 weakening regional fed business activity indices including the empire state -32.9 down from -3.6 and the fifth worst reading on record and the philly fed -8.9 Five, the December negative 1.0% decline in the Conference Board U.S. leading economic index following a November decline of negative 1.1%, with the LEI down negative 4.2% over the six months between June and December 2022, a much steeper rate of decline than its negative 1.9% contraction over the previous six-month period, December 2021 to June 2022. 6. Explicit recognition by the Federal Reserve that the most egregious error it made in the past four decades was pivoting too soon, with a distinct Fed awareness of the risk of repeating this error. We note the progress of quarterly reported and projected earnings results for the S&P 500 and the monthly and three-month moving average change in the net number of revisions in 2022 S&P 500 earnings forecasts. At this point, owing to the recessionary forces enumerated and profit margin compression occasioned by ongoing inflationary pressures, we are estimating 2023 S&P 500 earnings in the neighborhood of $210. Portfolio Positioning 1. Equity emphases and de emphases one, we recommend continuing to gradually curtail emphasis from high quality, dislocated sectors, companies, and managers in the growth category, using the proceeds from any reduced growth exposure to add to select value and defensive sectors, companies, and managers, while retaining a focus in these two categories on energy, select financials, and consumer staples, and a concomitant de emphasis on companies and sectors dependent on access to low cost energy. Two, we continue to counsel very selectively adding small and mid cap companies or investment managers specializing in and with good track records in this space, to our primary emphasis on large capitalization enterprises. Three, for the time being, while we continue to prefer a tactical overweighting to U.S. domestic equities, with pullbacks such as those encountered in January, April, June, August, September, and December of 2022, viewed as an opportunity to only carefully and highly selectively add attractively valued equities, particularly those sectors and companies that are resilient within a multiplicity of economic and financial scenarios and Four, we also espouse holding or gradually building relatively defined allocations to global leaders listed in international markets. Two, focus on strength and quality. One, at the company level in equities, we emphasize identifying and building long-term exposures to firms possessing cash-rich balance sheets prudence and balance sheet utilization, limited debt, consistency, and growth of positive free cash flow generation, secure supply chains, capital expenditure flexibility, and customer bases that are less exposed to recurrent shocks originating from abroad, dividend strength, and competitive business models with abiding competitive advantages, high barriers to entry, low threat of substitute products, and enduring pricing power vis-a-vis suppliers and or customers that over a long time frame can produce high returns on equity through revenue generation and Sustainable profit margins rather than through unhealthily high levels of leverage, too. At the current time, we recommend that consideration be given to reasonably valued, top quality companies in the healthcare and consumer stable sectors, as well as firms exceptionally positioned to benefit from inflationary forces in the real asset sectors that have demonstrated an ability to opportunistically take advantage of shifting price level changes. Three, balancing growth and value sectors. The negative 3.4 percentage point. Russell 1000 value index RLV positive. 4.9% versus Russell 1000 Growth Index, RLG, positive 8.3%, returns year-to-date relative performance through January 31st appears to argue for continuing a degree of balanced exposure in selected value sectors, companies, and managers, as well as in selected growth sectors, companies, and managers. As this process continues, it is worth keeping in mind that true value investing represents identifying and owning assets that are trading for less than they are actually worth, not assets that are merely inexpensive. Many superficially inexpensive assets may be inexpensive for a reason and can very well remain so or deteriorate further. 4. Fixed Income Securities. U.S. Treasury bond prices year-to-date through January 31st have risen positive 0.67% in the one-to-three-year maturity range, positive 3.4% in the seven-to-ten-year maturity range, and positive 7.5% in the above 20-year maturity range. Even though yields have generally declined since October 21st, 2022, to us they appear likely to be subject to conflicting forces with higher yields associated with monetary strictness, counterbalanced by lower yields coming from the economic retrenchment brought about by the the monetary tightening. For now, we prefer maturities and durations along the intermediate portion of the yield curve spectrum. While preparing to build or gradually building, exposure to longer maturities and durations as recessionary forces appear likely to continue to exert contractionary influence on the economy and bend yields in a downward direction. 5. U.S. Dollar Outlook Over the next few quarters, given our expectations of the Federal Reserve, one, reducing the tenor of its policy interest rate increases, and two, continuing to reduce the size of its portfolio of U.S. Treasury and mortgage-backed securities, we believe the U.S. dollar may trade flat to down relative to major currencies including the euro and Japanese yen. We nevertheless expect, one, intervals of U.S. dollar weakness alternating with episodes of U.S. dollar strength as currency exchange rates produce and or exaggerate price level, economic, financial, trade pattern, and capital flow imbalances, and two, the possibility of coordinated central bank accords to rectify egregiously over- or undervalued currency quotations." 6. Alternative Investments in Real Assets. In Alternative Investments, we continue our multi-quarter focus that has for some time emphasized exposure to 1. commodities and real asset sectors of the economy, including industrial metals, agriculture, and materials. 2. Some degree of investor-appropriate exposure to gold and or gold mining ETF shares, particularly those miners with reserves in stable geographic locations. Capital Discipline and Cash Flow Growth. 3. High-quality, master-limited partnerships with strong business models and sustainable dividends dividend-paying capacity. Four, select investments in private credit and private real estate. Five, and opportunistic strategies that are positioned to selectively derive meaningful value from asset market dislocations and imbalances. Investment Strategy Themes for 2023. To update our investment strategy themes in calendar year 2023 and in preparing portfolio positioning strategies, portfolio positioning principles, and portfolio positioning tactics for 2023, we remain mindful of the oft quoted observation of the 34th U.S. President and five star general, Dwight David Eisenhower, 1890 to 1969, that plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. With this wisdom in mind, our 2023 investment planning approach reflects and encompasses the following themes one, slowing, then recovering GDP as forecast by the December FOMC medium projection positive 0.5% in 2022 and positive 0.5% in 2023. In 2022, S&P 500 profits, as estimated by FAQSA on January 27th, approximately positive 4.4% for calendar year 2022 and positive 3.4% for calendar year 2023, with downside risk to both projections. Two, late cycle and dexterously restrictive monetary policies by central banks. Three, fluctuating financial asset prices and conditions featuring shifting performance leadership and increased equity volatility VIX, bond volatility move, currency volatility VXY, and VIX volatility itself, VVIX. Four, differentiating with emphasis on greater discernment and active selectivity in asset classes, manager sectors, and securities. Five, challenging, especially in an environment of ample valuations, investment discipline remains paramount, with 2023's expected considerable upward and downward swings in asset prices often a precursor of arduous financial market performance. This concludes our February market commentary by David M. Dorst. David is Americana Partners' chief investment officer. We are available to answer questions you may have regarding the topics discussed. If you'd like a full copy of the report, please visit our website at www.americanapartners.com and request to join our distribution list. Thank you for listening. This is Melissa Giles, director of portfolio management with Americana Partners. Stay invested.